Hello and welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. We have a full show planned for today. Roxanne Andrus and Carly Anderson, the event organizers for Winter Play, join me to discuss the upcoming Winter Festival. Colin Hardigan from Coldwell Banker United will also join us a little later on to discuss the Bank of Canada holding the key interest rate at 5%. And lastly, we're seeing a warm-up outside, so Justin Shelley from Environment Canada will join us to talk about what Fort McMurray can expect over the next week and heading into February for the weather. I'm joined today by Roxanne Andrus. She's an event coordinator with Winter Play. Carly Anderson will uh, join us a little later on. She's also an event coordinator with Winter Play. Roxanne, how's it going today? Good. How are you today? I'm doing fairly well. Thank you so much. Uh, Winter Play coming up. Uh, for someone who is maybe new to the Fort McMurray area, what is Winter Play all about? Winter Play is an opportunity for our residents to experience all of the winter activities that we have to offer in our community. We like to embrace the winter given that we are a winter community. So it's just activities that we do outside that are fun and great for the whole family. What all will be taking place during the 10 day event? We have a full docket of activities this year, actually. Um, New this year, we're bringing Barbagatsi, which is a traveling festival coming in from Montreal, and they have sled demos that they're going to be bringing for us, which is professional athletes doing some aerial tricks on snowmobiles. So that's going to be on our first weekend. And then they're also bringing a couple of their other festival activities that will carry on throughout the 10 days. They're going to allow people to try out some fat bikes, uh, snow skate, uh, human curling, and then we have a foam ball slingshot. So that's going to be really fun. And then we also are bringing back our very popular dog sled rides, horse and wagon rides, and of course the bookable rinks that people can book to skate on the sny. And then this year in our first weekend, we're also bringing back shootout. So uh, we have a lot going on. It's going to be really great. And we'll kick everything off with a fireworks show. So how has planning gone for this year's winter play? It's going very well. Our vendors that we have been working with are fantastic. They're really excited to come back to our community. We have partnerships in place with local businesses who come and help that want to be a part of the event. So things have been going really great. So I guess uh, one thing I wanted to ask is uh, what do you think residents look forward to the most with winter play? I think they look forward to an opportunity to get outside, enjoy some time with family. It's during the teacher's convention week, so we have a break there where the kids aren't in school, so this gives activities for them to do with their families. And then even for our residents who might not have small children, it's an opportunity to come out and check out the dog sled rides. It's trying things that maybe you wouldn't normally get to try in your regular day-to-day -day activities that you do in our community. I wanted to ask about uh, Shootout on the Sny. Imagining that's an event that uh, people definitely look forward to every year. Uh, how does it work and how can people sign up? So Shootout on the Sny is... Um, definitely something people look forward to. Our hockey community uh, has been enjoying it for quite a few years now. Uh, residents can register online at RMWB 
www.winterplay.ca slash winterplay. And the under 18 categories, it's individual registration. And then we uh, utilize Fort McMurray Minor Hockey Association to help us make the teams. And then for our 18 plus division, you can register as a full team. So get four to six of your friends together and come out and play some pond hockey. Uh, If the weather is bad, are there any alternate plans for the outdoor activities? So we do have a threshold for a delay of the event site opening, which is minus 28. So in the past, when we've hit that threshold, there are activities that have to be cancelled. Um, for example, the horses are unable to operate in really cold weather. And what we do is we just delay the activity. We don't do a full cancellation and we just wait for the weather to warm up. I think that's the beauty of having a 10-day event so that we have some flexibility there. But just so everyone knows, we have looked at the long-range forecast, and I do not foresee that being a problem this year. It's looking very positive for our weather. Awesome, Roxanne. Thank you so much. Uh, We'll switch things over to uh, Carly Anderson, who is also an event coordinator with Winter Play. Uh, Carly, I understand uh, you folks are looking for food vendors as well. Yeah, so food vendors is a unique opportunity for our community. Um, we look for registered food businesses, or if you're a nonprofit, it's an opportunity for you to come down and sell um, food to the community during the winter festival. As well, uh, volunteers. Uh, if you do volunteer, what are some of the different uh, things that uh, you could end up doing? Yeah, so we are currently have 11 opportunities available for volunteers. There are four-hour shifts. And we need a minimum of five volunteers from your organization. And you could be doing everything from green team, so making sure the site is like clean and free of garbage. And we do have fire watch as we have the community bonfire, so we need to make sure that's safe in operation. Um, su- site supervision, so monitor areas of the event, like we have the ice slides going and whatnot. And then we're just looking for general activity support as well. Um, Like Roxanne had mentioned, we have the horse-drawn wagons and the community rinks, so just looking for some volunteers to support that. Um, The application does close on February 9th, and you're able to apply at www.rmwb.ca slash winterplay for those. And I guess what are some other things people should know about winterplay coming up here? Yeah, so like Roxanne mentioned, it's just a great opportunity for families to get out and to enjoy winter. Um, hopefully we'll have the nice weather so we can take full advantage of those bookable rinks and the ice slides. And uh, like Roxanne mentioned, we do have the horse-drawn wagons and the um, dog sleds coming back too. So there's going to be no shortage of fun activities for families. Coming up, my conversation with Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker United next on Fort McMurray Matters. And we're back with more on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. Joining me on the phone here today, Colin Hardigan, the owner and broker of Coldwell Banker United. Uh, Colin, how are you doing today? Absolutely fabulous, sir. How are you? Doing well. Thank you so much. Wanted to ask about the uh, Bank of Canada holding their uh, key interest rate at 5%. What does that mean for Fort McMurray? Well, I think uh, like anyone across Canada, the cost of borrowing has increased so dramatically in the in the recent year that it's kind of almost shell-shocked some homeowners that have been up for renewals. And the, them holding the rate is obviously, it's, it's a fight to stop inflation from happening. But uh, I think all signs are pointing to relief in the near future. 
predictions by the Canadian Real Estate Association, and uh, it's pretty, uh, I said predictions, but it's pretty heavily covered in the news. So people are well in tune with it because their typical mortgage payment has increased dramatically if you've had to do a recent renewal. But there's relief coming this summer by the sounds of it, uh, and that's the prediction at this point. In, in July, we should see some form of relief on the interest rate. You mentioned that the July timeline, but the Bank of Canada says the rate cuts are coming but won't say when. Uh, is that kind of concerning, being almost in a wait-and-see kind of a mode? Yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, the wait-and-see is, is bad for the economy. Uh, people, homeowners, any of us that have a mortgage, of course, or, or if you have a monthly payment, we need some predictability to to ensure we have some kind of stable household cash flow to make sure we can cover the bills. So so there's no question, you know, the, the wait and see game is getting a little frustrating. And, you know, I think the federal government sure is feeling that pressure to see some form of change coming soon. And and I think a lot of people were expecting it to see it here uh, announced this week, but it didn't happen. So uh, that tells you the economy hasn't corrected itself, but there's no question that that interest rate relief is heavenly needed, not just by homeowners, by the way, because it affects folks with lines of credits or other forms of borrowing you know if you have a a a line of credit for example you're seeing interest rates of seven and a quarter 7.75 percent on your line of personal line of credit which is a substantial jump from about three and a half percent three percent that we uh, were enjoying for some time with the key interest rate at five percent now is it better to lock in or maybe look at a variable rate in case it does drop that's a great question, actually. Uh, one of the interesting things that's changed, uh, you know, most of us in the last 10 years have always kind of leaned towards a variable rate or a floating rate because it's the cheapest form, it's the cheapest interest rate, but that's flip-flopped now. So you're actually cheaper to lock in a rate. Like, uh, for instance, I, I reached out to a good mortgage broker of mine, uh, uh, Jason Vargo of Simple Mortgage, to get the recent rates here this morning before our call in a five-year rate it's 5.04 percent that's being offered out there by a mortgage broker currently and the floating rates north of six and a half percent so so really locking in the rate makes more sense there's no question if your mortgage is up for renewal locking in for a shorter term to try to ride out this uh, little bit of a storm and, and you know it's funny i say ride out the storm five percent interest mortgage rates are good and and fairly normal because one and a half percent wasn't normal. I know we were live on the air. I've done you know several interviews and also talked to our clients at one and a half percent. It's like now's the time to buy or or renew your mortgage or consolidate some of your financing because we're not going to see these rates again for a long time, in my opinion. So maybe for the folks that are looking at buying their first home or uh, maybe looking at borrowing uh, for a bigger purchase for the first time, how much impact does that key interest rate have on uh, those bigger purchases? Well, it's significant. I think some folks, you know, on the renewals of clients of mine, they've seen a a monthly payment increase of almost $1,500. You know, $1,500 at any household on an increase of payment rate has seen an increase in foreclosures, unfortunately, I think, in Fort McMurray as a result. It's, it hasn't been easy. Let me tell you, you know, our, uh, the realtors in our community uh, have seen, a, have, have enjoyed the good times, but also have endured the, the hard times. And sitting at kitchen tables, making these tough, tough decisions with clients or trying to consult with them hasn't been easy because there's some folks that have had to make those tough decisions to hand the keys back in. And although Fort McMurray is a wonderful place and I love this city, it's not for the faint of heart. Being in the north with all the transition of the oil sands and what's happening there, it, it's really made it somewhat difficult. But 
predictability is everything. I think, for instance, if you hear any of our local car dealers, when they run advertising on the local radio, you'll hear them always talk about the monthly payment or the biweekly payment, or even down to the weekly payment um, to say, look, 99 bucks a week. Um, you know, in, in the mortgage world, if you, can, if you can lock down your mortgage payment and you can manage that for a long period of time, typical success is seen after that. But if you see a dramatic increase on your renewal of fifteen hundred dollars, it, it's it's almost impossible for some folks. So, what's the housing market like to start twenty twenty four in Fort McMurray and area? Well, the housing market in Fort Murray is actually it's very active at the moment. Uh, the prediction by the Canadian Real Estate Association for this year across Canada is, is a prediction of about a five point five percent increase in sales overall across across the country. In Fort McMurray, I don't know if we'll see it as high as that. Calgary, for instance, we'll see they're predicting an 8% increase. Um, Fort McMurray is definitely going to see an increase in 2024. If there's any change in interest rate at all, that's going to spark the economy. But what's what we've seen initially in this local market is there's a real opportunity for homeowners that are looking to upgrade that have maybe been in the same home for some time right now. And if they have the ability to have a bit of equity or even if they're borderline, to upgrade into a larger home at 5% interest rates, these are still great rates um, to get something a little bit nicer because the home that was a million dollars is now $700,000 in Fort McMurray. So it's much more attainable to have a different lifestyle and different home that suits your family. But we've also seen the investors coming back into the Fort McMurray market, which were gone for a while because if the average single family year over date for last year for an apartment condo was $113,000 in Fort Murray on average. Now with rents at $2,000 a month, if you do the cap rate on that, you're getting a good return on that, on that investment. So investors are back and, and you're seeing the apartment condo market start to move and that lower end of the market really be active and strong. And that's where a majority of our sales are happening at the moment. But there's no question the market's been, this past December, we saw an uptick uh, that uh, we were we were busier through the holidays than we have been in the past because people do see relief coming in the future and, and they don't want to, you know, there's, if you're trying to time the market, there's never a good time to time the market. It's definitely dangerous to play that game. If, if you have the equity and you have the cash to, to make a move, there's definitely, this is the time because there's lots of predictions and, and information out there that shows that we're, we're at the bottom. I also did want to ask about the cost of purchasing a home in Fort McMurray and how it compares to this time last year. Um, the, the average single-family house price in December was 452000 for a detached home. It was very similar the same time last year. There hasn't been a lot of change. We saw a little bit of a, de- a, a decrease for, uh, for a part of 2024, but we're almost back to where we were last year. So there hasn't been a significant change. It's been, it's been interesting because the last 12 months has been a bit of a holding pattern, but, but there's, there's, there's good news coming on the horizon with key interest rates looking to drop here this, in the next six months. Things are looking up. There's no question about it. Colin Hardigan, the owner and broker for Coldwell Banker United. Anything else you'd like to add today? Yeah, I think it's important when buying a home. Uh, my last final comment is there's is is planning to make any large purchase. It's always important to plan. There's there's uh, there's there's programs being offered out there like the homeowners TFSA program by the by the gov- federal government where you can save up to $40,000 tax-free, 8000 per year to put towards your first home purchase from a tax-free savings advantage. So there's lots of programs out there that maybe if you're not aware of 
or just want to learn more, reach out to your local real estate agent and uh, they'll be able to help you and guide you. But we, we've got lots of great professionals in our region and there's no question that they have the information to share and it costs nothing to have a conversation. Awesome, Colin. Thank you so much for the time here today. Have a great day. Thanks so much, sir. Coming up, Justin Shelley from Environment Canada on Fort McMurray Matters. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. I'm your host, Ryan McNally. Joining me on the phone here today is Justin Shelley, a meteorologist with Environment Canada. Justin, how are you doing today? Uh, not too bad yourself. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time here to speak with us here on Fort McMurray Matters. Warm-up is on the way along with some above zero temperatures for the Fort McMurray area. Uh, I guess what's happening to cause this warm-up? Yeah, so what we're seeing through the end of this week and especially over the weekend is a building upper ridge over the Pacific Northwest. And that is slowly going to move eastward into Alberta. And as such, we're going to see a, a somewhat gradual increase in our temperatures. So we've already have come out of that cold snap earlier this month. We've been somewhat seasonal the last couple of days. We're expecting slightly warmer than normal conditions through the end of the week, but those temperatures are really going to ramp up by the Sunday, the Monday period, and last into at least early next week, and that's when we expect sort of those peak temperatures to occur somewhere between Monday and Tuesday with temperatures that are going to be really you know, abnormal for this time of year on the order of 15 degrees or more above normal. Our normal daytime high for the Fort McMurray region for this time of year is about minus 11. And we're talking about temperatures, you know, above zero, maybe, you know, five, six, seven degrees above zero. Is a warm-up like this normal for this uh, time of year? I, I know you uh, just mentioned our normal temperatures, but uh, it seems like you know that, that can be a bit of an average. Yeah, I like to think as uh, parts of Alberta are you know, a land of extremes, and we just sort of average them out over the winter. So we, we don't see a lot of average weather, but rather uh, a lot of back and forth. Uh, but if we take a look at the last 10 seasons, we've had multiple January days above zero, uh, even multiple January days above three degrees. Uh, and in the last 10 years, we've also had 16 total days above five degrees. So that averages more than once a year. And um, six degrees, seven days since 2014, including three in 2017. So while it is anomalous in terms of the overall averages, it's not as atypical as it may seem, unless we do get to certain thresholds like seven, eight degrees, then that is something that is certainly more of a rare occurrence for the area in January. You mentioned Alberta being the land of extremes. It's hard to believe that even just a week ago, it was extreme cold warnings across the province. Yeah, exactly. It's certainly one of the more extreme recent swings we've seen in the region for January. Uh, taking a look back 
at some of the uh, the temperatures from this month. We we had a low of minus 43 and we had a high of minus 35, and now we're talking about temperatures that will be about. 40 degrees warmer than that. So it certainly is a big swing. Um, We do typically can see these types of swings from cold to warm. Uh, One of the more recent examples I could find was from 2016, where we had a period of three days with lows below minus 30 and a low of minus 36 in there. And then just over a week later, we had four straight days of temperatures above five degrees. So uh, it's it's looking like a, a bit of a 2016 repeat in terms of uh, the intensity of this temperature swing. You did kind of touch on this, but uh, I'm sure folks uh, around Fort McMurray are wanting to know how long could these warm temperatures last? So we're certainly expecting the temperatures uh, to last through the middle of next week. Um, Really by Sunday to Wednesday, that's the period we have the highest confidence in seeing those above normal temperatures. Uh, Some of the forecast guidance pushes that out through the end of next week, um, but we'll certainly still be staying above normal or well above normal through the end of next week, and then we might start to see things come back down to uh, near normal temperatures uh, by the week of February 5th, but uh, certainly uh, a solid period of above normal temperatures for the foreseeable future. And a bit of snow as well this week heading into the weekend. How much of the snow could we see? Yeah, so in terms of the, you know, snowfall, we're not really expecting uh, too much in terms of amounts. Uh, Saturday looks like an okay chance of some mixed precipitation possible. Um and then once again, possibly on Sunday. Um, But after that, we're really going to be under the influence of this upper ridge, which is going to uh, push a lot of the systems farther north. Um, There's a bit of disagreement between the weather models on just how far north this ridge extends and, and therefore how far north these systems will be pushed. So Fort McMurray could be sort of on the edge of a system early next week in terms of uh, precipitation. Um, but for now, it doesn't look like uh, any significant amounts are forecast. How does this winter snowfall stack up uh, to previous years? So if we just base it off of the uh, snow on ground station, because unfortunately we don't have uh, an observer with real snowfall amounts uh, in the region, we're we're sitting right now about 14, 15 centimeters on the ground, uh, which is comparable to where we were last year, uh, about five centimeters less than last year, uh, well below where we were in January of 2022 when we had about 50 centimeters on the ground uh, by the end of January. Um, But in terms of total precipitation amounts, uh, the total liquid equivalent, when we take a look at where we are so far this winter, December was the second driest December on record in Fort McMurray out of 108 years of data. 
And so far this winter, December and up to uh, January 24th, the area has only recorded 11.2 millimeters, which is well below the winter normal of 47.2. So we have a long ways to go the last, um, the last five weeks of you know, meteorological winter to get those values back close to normal, but it does look like it is going to be one of the the drier winters we've had recently. I will note that 2017 was actually the third driest uh, January with only 4.3 millimeters of precipitation, and we've received 7.7 so far this winter. So we're certainly on the drier side. We'll likely stay on the drier side for the rest of the winter if the seasonal forecasts are correct and well above normal for the most part. You mentioned meteorological winter. I've heard that term before, but uh, perhaps some folks haven't. So maybe just describe uh, the difference between meteorological winter and seasonal winter. Yeah, so uh, meteorological winter occurs between December 1st and the end of February, this year being a leap year, February 29th. And it is done in a way that we can more easily compare uh, climate stats from year to year, whereas the the other type of the seasons are are measured by the solstice, depending on the, the the, you know, the tilt of the earth and whatnot. Um, and those can vary by a couple of days from year to year. So the meteorological seasons are just more consistent in terms of the amount of time in them. And so we can compare the, uh, the climate stats more, you know, apples to apples. For sure. Uh, you know, looking long range, how do things look heading into February? Yeah, so for February, we are expecting the above normal trend to continue. Uh, It's still a bit early to say just how uh, much warmer than normal we can expect. Um, Certainly, you know, we we saw December, uh, the December normal temperatures were... Yeah, almost 10 degrees above normal for the month of December in Fort McMurray, which is just, you know, unheard of. It was the warmest December on record. Uh, January right now, because of that cold snap earlier in the month, uh, is actually slightly cooler than normal for the month of January. But this last week of January will likely moderate uh, that out closer to normal. So by the time everything's said and done, it looks like February will be above normal in terms of temperature and the winter as a whole will average out that way as well. Dustin Shelley, the uh, meteorologist for Environment Canada, anything else you'd like to add today? I don't think so. I just uh, hope everyone is able to get out and enjoy the nice weather the next week or so. Awesome, Justin. Thank you so much for the time here today. No problem at all. That was our show for today. A big thank you to all of my guests on the show. That wraps up another week here on Fort McMurray Matters, but we have a busy week coming up next week with Parliament in Ottawa starting up, a new exhibit at the Fort McMurray International Airport, and much more. We hope you can join us next week here on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Ryan McNally. Have yourself a great day.